Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let's take a flight in the scriptures in the next few minutes. We trust the Holy Ghost to bring us to places in God that it is not possible for a man to enter into except by the help of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? My brother, there is such a place as the place where the lion's whelp have not trodden upon. Hmm? There is such a place. We pray that God will bring us to those places. In the name of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. From verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. You see, eh? if you read with the book of Mark, I think Luke, the scriptures call this place that Jesus was driven. Is it not true? By who? Because sometimes the only thing that the Holy Spirit leads us to do the things that are pleasant. Imagine the Holy Spirit leading somebody you didn't read this place well. So sometimes the temptations and trials that you are passing through eh, is actually the Holy Ghost that what? Eh? Led you it. Let's read Psalm 23 together. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want to lie down in green pastures. Inside is still restaurant righteousness. For his name's sake. Is enough. I tell no you. <clears throat> All of the context of the book of Psalms chapter 23 He's talking about somebody being led. Is it not true? One person is being led. Another person is the leader. The shepherd leads you. He leads you in the path of righteousness. He leads you beside the still water and green pastures. We stop there only. But he also leads you valley of what? The shadow. Just that, for you to know that he's him, nothing will happen to you. If you cling to him, nothing will happen to you. For example, now they come here and say, hey, 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 hey my, my, my has died. If I'm, if I'm fasting, I will eat. 
How can you die? <laughs> Let me warn everybody here. Yeah, if you if you die, that means you want me to you want you want you want people to say I'm I'm now raising the dead. Because I prefer actually it takes more power to keep people from dying. Eh? Than to raise them from the dead. It's not an easy thing to keep people from dying. Anything that can keep people from death, any type of death at all, is really powerful. So if you mistakenly die, eh? that means we are we are gonna raise the dead. You know, the way we'll do is that if anything happens to you, we'll call people. You know, there, for example, now, can you carry this bag? Eh? If they call a show the whole world to know whether you can carry this bag, you can afford to allow the whole world to come. Because you know that, ah, so when it comes, carry the bag. It's just like prayer now. If you like, let them call the whole YMR. Call the whole and give you money. Do you need to say, oh God, help me to pray? Did you pray that prayer? What you are praying is mercy and all those things. It is not a uh, help me. You already know that there is a high capacitor. Kemotakadish. The only thing that needs to happen is what? The machine to be working. It's not, are you with me? It's not whether the machine is there, it's there. The only thing we are doing is to get the machine working. It's working. Then, there are prayers you don't need to pray. Sometimes the reason why the healing and all something doesn't work is not because it is not possible within the ambit, it's because maybe you are not charged. Yes. There are some cases that only respond at certain energy level. So when you are charged to that point, you respond. Then Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Do they still preach things like this? That actually God can lead you into the wilderness. I'm not sure. Are you sure they preach it? All the preaching they do is how God will bring you out of the wilderness, bring you out of bad things, bring you out of trouble, bring you out of. Amen. That is all the preaching that they do. There is such a thing as God leading somebody to the wilderness. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. So, when Jesus noticed that this is a season, a particular season for him, I will tell you. Part of the reason Jesus was fasting is because he was able to discern 
that this season will be very hard for him. Is it not true? Very tough and very troublesome. So what was his response to the season? He started fasting. So it is wisdom for you to fast when you know you are in a season that is uh, that you couldn't have survived in your own strength. It is now wise for you to do what? Fast on those days. In fact, the book of Luke said that that he was led to be fasted to, to the wilderness, to be tempted of the devil. And on those days, what happened? He fasted. This is the exact word that the book of Luke used. So on those days, what do you do? He fasted. So, on these days, what do you do? It's an error for you to put food in your mouth. The Bible says, a, a kingdom that is king wakes up in the morning to use food to salute himself is a kingdom that doesn't have future. Huh? The king wakes up in the morning and uses food to salute himself. Let me now tell you the truth. True greatest enemies of destiny is food and sleep. I have never seen any man that has used food and sleep that succeeded in life. And I'm not just saying as a believer in life. Anything you are doing. Do you know how many night class you went through in the university? There are some people in campus, they didn't enjoy their bed at all. Every day night class. Some people, it might not be that they went to, but once it's exam, their bed is not their friend. Bro, you, you should have been sleeping. I heard somebody wired away his time and they brought exam sheets. And asking question. He said, My, he now wrote back, My God will answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will tell you now. I will tell you. If you are the lecturer, what would you do? I like that. You will mark him. That's actually what I, I thought you said you marking when you see such people, you will now know that what he has is not is not a temporal problem. It is something deeper. You know see with that knowledge. This one is worse. There is a not a fighting him. Even God will not pass you. At least make attempt. At least labor. When you now labor, then God will now see. Even God said that if He wants to bless you, He will find you doing something. Even if He's in ministry, there is no lazy pastor that survives. You know. Part of the reason that the church went to the dogs is when, when pastors think that ministry is laziness. I would think. So when others are waking up in the morning and going for what they are supposed to do, pastor will stay till 12, you know, 
one, two, and then it comes in, does and then sometimes it doesn't come and you'll be looking for women to deceive, looking for that what I'm telling you is true. Every pastor I know that is anything, thank God he, he allowed me to pass through serious ones. All the time I'm seeing them, they are, they are serious with, with a something serious doing. Even if they are not doing anything, my reverend those days, we still wake up as the children, he will do school runs. Those times his children are still in secondary school, primary school. He finish school runs. When he finishes, help is because his wife goes to work. He's the one doing school or finish the thing. And then he goes to church. If there is nothing doing, my reverend will sweep the church. And then he bring out his life. Read. If there is nothing, he will call some people. Anytime you are lazy in anything, you will never succeed. I don't care what it is. People that move ahead in anything work hard. When I mean work hard, I know, I know there is. See, the grace of God works in many dimensions. In my own opinion, the mightiest grace that can work anytime, any day, is the grace that is at work in you. And the grace that is at work in you does not work in isolation, it works in partnership. Are you with me now? When Paul said, I labor more than everybody all. What did he say? Yet, not I, but the grace of God. That is what? So, when a man labors for God, even though it is grace, Paul still called it labor. Say labor. I, I thought it's grace now. You know what people say? Mm-hmm. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Walk. <laughs> Walk is a kingdom civilization. Walk is a kingdom civilization. Even God, his ratio of walk to rest is one is to six. I use that philosophy too. I divide my week into six. Divide my day into Meanwhile, sometimes we overwork, but find a way and cover back. Like my reverend works six days in a week. On Monday, he doesn't go anywhere. He stays in the house and rests. I with him. So you must, you must know that you should work far more than you rest. And the Bible said, after God rested, what happened? He was refreshed. I don't want to go there. What is the proof of rest? Huh? Refreshment. What is the proof of rest? What is the proof of rest? It's in the Bible. It's in the Old and New Testament. In the book of Acts, the Bible says, when you believe and turn back from your ways, that God will send times of refreshing from the presence of God. Huh? That is why one of the major things the presence of God does to you is to refresh you. If we forge away all the weariness, forge away all the strife, all the stress, forge away all the tiredness, forge away all the all those stuff, the freshness will come. 
That is why when we come, we must pray in tongues. Not anyhow tongues, but you know, your tongue sounds somehow and it's always the same every day. Eh? That's how it sounds to my ear. But that's not how it sounds to your spirit and to God. The Bible says in the book of Acts that they spoke with what? New tongues. That word new is kyanos in Greek. It means fresh. Fresh. My Oga was explaining it and I'm yet to see a better explanation. He said he is coming from Kogi State. And in Kogi State, there is so much fresh mangrove forest. And they have the best of palm trees. Glory to God. And when you have palm trees, then you will have what? Say palm wine. So they have the best of palm wine. There is the freshest brew. Oh my God. That one, when you take it, you speak with new tongues. <laughs> so nobody can speak. Anytime you speak with tongues that refreshes you, you drank something. It was the men that saw them that testified of this. So, that these men are filled with what? New wine. So when you are filled with new wine, it causes your spirit, soul, sometimes even your body to be refreshed. Is it not true? Sometimes there is a refreshment. Even people will feel it around you. They will tell you, ah, you look so fresh. They don't know that you barely eat once a day. And there are days you are eating well and you are not looking good. There is a glory that hangs on you. Verse 3. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God. This is the temptation. This is the first temptation of Adam. I hope you know. Hmm? This was how Eve was deceived. But you know, I began to wonder. The Bible said that, I don't know. I don't want to, but let me just touch it. The Bible said, if was deceived. But Adam did his own with eyes open. You need to know why God did not act until Adam, Adam did his own. Because that's what was going on is a court session. Huh? Have you seen some court session? And a very skilled and cunning lawyer will try to trap you. He will ask you one question. There is one I watched. He blocked his ear and dropped something. He didn't hear it. He said he heard when they killed somebody. How come you are now not able to hear? You see it? He trapped him. What he doesn't know is that it is a court session. And in court sessions, it is not necessarily the person that 
is right that wins the case. A good lawyer can win a bad case. And a bad lawyer can lose a good case. So, Eve had a good case, but she is not a good lawyer. Do you know the problem? The problem is that she is deceived. She is not in possession of all the information. Had it been the whole scenario ended with Eve, that thing cannot hold in the court of God. Because it is what? Say deception. Yes. But the man knew everything and still so his own is he willfully did his own. But the other person doesn't know. Are you now seeing the difference now? Anyway, you should know because sometimes the reason why Satan robs us of many things is because we don't know. Because we don't know, ignorance is not an excuse. So, the reason why I'm saying this is that it was the same temptation that was firstly replayed for Jesus. Because you need, you need to know, of course, that Christ Jesus is the second man. And of course, the last man. So, the temptation of the first man was replayed for the second man. What was the temptation? What was within that Satan told you? Is it true that when you eat this, you will die? See, look at this. Way. He said, If thou be the Son of God. So, what is the question? The question here is identity. It's identity. Identity. So, Satan is the first thing I would do. That is why if you must be grounded in new creation realities. It is a must. Forget big grammar. Forget everything. Anybody that is not grounded in the basics of the kingdom will always make mistakes. No matter how you can climb high. We have seen people who climb high and they made one mistake. Eh? And then Satan told them it's over. So there is a mighty man of God that something happened and he committed fornication. Eh? And he went and committed suicide. Now, he committed the fornication and they broadcasted it everywhere. And he committed. Are you with me now? See, that is a man that has not been grounded in new creation realities. That you committed fornication and then what? Is that why you should kill yourself? But you lie and you don't consider it a big enough sin to commit suicide. No, the, we have issues not with people that fell into sin. We have issues with people who willfully live in sin. Because that is the one that will lead you into reprobacy and apostasy. Uh-uh. You, when you, but if you are grounded in new creation reality, uh-uh, you will know that instantly God has forgiven you. In fact, if you even have a meeting, the next 30 minutes, you could say and ask God, I know I have sinned. I know. 
but help me. I'm telling you what big men of God that need. They know this thing. They are not perfect. This is what they know. And you still see them. There are some things, but they still... And then you go back. Now, am I promoting... I have to tell you this so that you will survive. You need to take advantage of the blood of Jesus all the time. And it's not by saying, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. It is... I'm not saying his sin is bad. That's where your faith is. Because I've told you people that you, the voice of God to you takes the shape of your revelation knowledge of Christ. So if the depth of your revelation knowledge is at that level, God will not run away from you. He will continue working with you at that level. Meanwhile, you need to know that there are many limitations at that level. Are you with me now? So, some people can climb up to a higher level. There are some people that believe that if you don't lay hands on them, nothing will happen. Meanwhile, there are people who have sent text messages to and they receive Holy Ghost baptism. Text message. You see, do you, are you getting the point now? Some people will wait till Jesus comes to their house. The centurion said, I have an understanding of, of how authority works. I understand that authority is embedded in the response that a man's word can generate at time. And me, I am a man of authority. So, because of that, experientially, I have been taught authority. Of course, authority is best, best taught experientially. It's not really cognitive. We can make our attempt. And when I saw you and the things happening in your life, I now understood that it is not too different from what is happening in my life. And I categorized the context of the manifestation in your life as an expression of your authority. Are you with me now? So he said, you don't need to come to my house. Because me, when I want to give my soldiers instruction, I don't need to go to the battlefield. All I need is to, what? Send the word. Say, if you send the word, my servant shall be made for Jesus. Jesus was mad. <laughs> it is blue, he said. There is a, that's why I, I pray, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. There is a depth of revelation you will have. Eh? Even God will say, Kai, this boy, the way you are moving. Are you with me now? You will see these things are easy. Revelation is not turning people's head. You know, there is a way you do what like this, do what like this. It's a rema. No. No, leave that. Revelation brings people to a new place of functionality. You see, it is not revelation if it doesn't impact to you a new measure of functionality. Yes. Yes. So if it does not help you to function better than you were functioning before, then it's not revelation. You probably blew your head. It's head knowledge. So if it's revelation that you receive, how did he improve your work with God? How did he improve your healing ministry? How did he improve your life, your finances? How did he improve your marriage? How did he improve anything? If functionality was not improved, then it is not revelation. Because revelation, the intent is to improve functionality. 
Revelations make us function. How did I get here? <laughs> so the first temptation of the first man is also the first temptation of the second man. And the context of that temptation is identity. Say identity. identity. You must know who you are in Christ. It's a must. It's a must. See, your being in Christ is more important than your doing. In fact, the, the doing in Christ should stem out of your being. That is the one that will replicate the result many times. You need to understand that the things God is doing in your life and through your life is not because of you. It's because of who you are in Christ. So your identity in Christ is what makes everything possible. See, of course, the measure and extent to which we have taken advantage of our identity in Christ varies. And it's traceable to our revelation of our identity. So revelation empowers functionality. See, it is not by blowing grammar or whatever. There is your grandmother in the village that, that ha- have an identity of who she is in Christ that powers a reality in her life. When a wish wants to fly like this, she will utter some things and then those things will be cut down. She doesn't need to. She, she is walking by a revelation of her identity. Hmm? Some of the early fathers that preached the gospel, this is how they clear shrines. By identity only. The people that brought the gospel, they were not too anointed. They, they came with identity. That's how they conquered Africa. The missionaries conquered by the revelation of their identity. That they are carrying Christ. And that his kingdom super, supersedes any kingdom. His authority supersedes any authority. So, they landed in Africa and collected your shrine that is killing people and he did not do anything to them. They came to our place here at Ebo and collected everything. They say it's burial ground. And they, all of those churches, they, they were places that people don't, they, once it's 6 p.m., people don't pass that place. They collected the built churches. Now, if you go to those areas, they are the most, they, they are the hottest areas. I thought Satan is too powerful. He should say he won't leave. These men conquered by identity. The revelation of who sent them, that there is a kingdom in heaven, superior to any kingdom, invades the earth and displaces any king. And this functionality mandate is expressed through our life. Whithersoever the soul of our foot touches, God has given it to us. Say identity. Don't fail the temptation of identity. Yes, you should know who you are. There is a song that said, I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracle. I live a life of favor. I know I am. My problem is that those people, they just know one small part of who they are. Some of them don't also know that they are the holiness of God. So they live anyhow. 
Yes, now if you know you are the holiness of God, there is a way you will not live. Is it not true? It's not in your head. This knowledge, are you with me? That you might come into the knowledge of God. The scripture says in all what? Spiritual understanding. So there is no cognitive. It is what? Spiritual understanding. So these men are probably educated in their head. But their spirit is still uneducated. Hmm? But if you know who you are, Satan will run away. The extent of the believers of authority functional in your life is the extent to which you have understood your identity. Huh? It was the temptation of identity that the first man fell. He was not able to understand who he is. Satan presented something that seems as if he is better than who he is. There is no position better than the one that the man is already occupying. Satan deceived him with a false identity, trying to show him that there is a probably a better position than the one that he is occupying. That if you will eat this fruit, that you shall be like God. Meanwhile, this is a man that is already in God's image. You see, it is Satan came by envy because the context of God's manifestation in the creation of man has never been seen before. So Satan thought when he was created, because the scripture says that he at his creation was the epitome of God's beauty, strength and magnificence. He shined so bright. So he never knew that God has something better in his archives. He thought he is the apex of creation. But when God created man, he, he, what he did is that he, it is actually God creating himself. It is God coming in a created mode. You know God is not created. I with you. It is God now coming in a created mode. So Satan came and deceived somebody that he will make him to be like God. Which God now? If they tell you some things, ask well. Oh. Forget language. Because I see some people say, <laughs> I see some people say, I am God, I am Holy Ghost, I am this. Meanwhile, Jesus, your Savior, I with you. His temptation is if you are the Son of God. It is you that doesn't know what it means to be the Son of God. This is the temptation that the first man gave. It is your misunderstanding of what it means to be the Son of God. The reason why Jesus was killed, the greatest accusation is because he said what? Because in our, it's African people that interpret scripture with African mindset. It is inferiority. Everything in Africa is affecting, uh, inferiority complex has affected our interpretation of the scriptures. So you must say you are the Holy Ghost for you to, to, to show your, who you are in God. You don't need to say that. Once you, once you tell a Jew, I am the son of God, he knows that what you are saying is that you are already in, a, you are saying that you are equal with God. You are saying that you are God. And that's who you are. Not in office. 
but in life and in nature. That's who you are. Ye are gods in what? And in nature. Not in office. Because in the office of the Godhead, there are many things that is not given to man. Eh? One of them is omnipotent. Hmm? Are you omnipotent? One of them is I don't want to go. They are made, they are many. Do you know the scripture said, I am the one that killeth and maketh alive? What does it mean? That word is actually an eternal word. For you to find the original meaning, you have to reach out to eternity. Don't interpret it with human dying, physical dying. He is the one that sets the standard of life and death. Eh? He is the one that sets the standard of good and bad. He is the one that sets the standard of good and evil. Hmm? He is the one that sets the standard of sin and righteousness. Are you getting me? I don't want to go deep because, for example, now, for you, you can wear bag and it's okay. For him, you can wear bag and it's a sin. Who set the standard? Your pastor. Who? The Holy Ghost. So you cannot now say, ah, him, he is wearing baggy, let me wear. No, now. That means you don't understand what it means. That God is the circumference of good and evil. So you cannot say something is bad until you gain God's opinion about it. For example, now, a beggar. Have you seen beggars? All these beggars. They're begging you, begging you, begging you, begging you, begging you. And then, you go and give. Meanwhile, the Holy Ghost in you is saying don't give. Who is right? Now, when you now give, people around you in the bus will say, hey, uh, oh, this man is a good man. This man is... Let me tell you. God... I don't want to say this. But God is not... In kingdom giving, we are not philanthropists. <laughs> we are kingdom givers. So we give because God instructed us, not for men to clap for us. That is the basis of Jesus saying, let your right hand not know what the left did. We are not giving to be clapped for. It's not that somebody will probably not notice. You know, some people, just because of it, God will tell him, give this person money. And they will be looking for where to hide. Looking for where to hide. So that people will not know he gave. No, go and give it to the person. What the Bible is trying to say there is that make sure you are motivated by the Holy Ghost. Not people's praise or criticism. And sometimes you see a well-dressed man, like I was going to, is he Abia State or your one time? I saw a well-dressed man and he finished preaching and left. I gave him 500. Another person say, came and said, said, who <laughs> name? 
So when when you hear that one, your soul that is not aligned to Christ, you go and respond to people's gimmicks. And you will give him 200 and, and say you gave to the poor. If those people finish in the evening, you will know you are the real poor person. Meanwhile, the person that sold pure water to you, small girl selling pure water, you will never leave 10 naira for the person. You are a wicked person. You don't know how God sees giving. The person will be running. Doing all, if, when he finishes one bag, you barely get 50 or 100 naira. But in one giving, you have given somebody what another person ends in, in three hours. Small girl, just because of school fees, he is not going to school for two weeks. I heard a story of how somebody came inside the bus and then he begged money, begged money. Everybody gave. He didn't give and people are looking at him. He didn't give. You know that there are people who use their face and to talk and all that. When they now finish, a, a young man that is selling water in the, you know, in traffic was, he now bought water. 100 naira and gave the guy 400. The guy was hustling for change. He told him to take it. And the boss has moved. Do you know the guy ran with all his might, caught up with the boss and frustrated and was thanking him, thanking her. But meanwhile, the person that collected money said, and then and left and found another boss. Those beggars, professional beggars, they never know the worth of what you are giving them. It is that one that's where it is coming down from. Every day running, this one. When you give him 100 naira, he knows that to get 100 naira is no small change. He blessed the young lady with all his heart. As soon as that thing happened, the whole of the boss got the message. All of them kept quiet. Try it. Go and change your mindset. I'm not saying you should not give to those people. I'm saying be led by the Holy Ghost. I found out me, I'm not always led to give them. I don't have... I'm hardly led to give them. I'm telling you the truth. I don't want to go there. Sometimes, if you see the food they are eating meat, are you not seeing? I saw one I was coming back from Lagos. He's carrying dark rum. He has finished eating and he's, he's diluting it with rum. I said, I said, Michael <laughs> That is, and when you finish giving, you will say, I, I gave to the poor. Oh, yeah. We need to know who is poor. You don't know who is poor, really. You need the Holy Ghost to know who is poor. Forget the way your neighbor is dressed. He might have trekked for one week. He doesn't even have money to eat in the night. All of you have came in touch. And just because she is packaging herself well, you will not know that she is, she is poor. So they should be shouting, I'm telling you that they are poor. You need the Holy Ghost to show you the real state of men. Sometimes it's not the people that don't know how to change their shoe that is poor. If you see what is in their house, you will shout. Some of those well-dressed brothers, they will drink their and sleep this night. You need to hear the Holy Ghost well again. 
people like us, if you ever give us based on the way we look, then you will never give us. I come here. So, identity. One day we will go back to basics and go to new creation realities. You will not go far. Let me tell you the truth. The reason why when we, now that we are teaching advanced things, teaching many things, the reason why I'm grounded more than an average person, and I've checked my friends too, the most grounded amongst us are the people that are grounded in new creation reality before we now went up. The best amongst us. There is one. Eh? That one, the reason why, people don't know the reason why he had the strength he had was because he came out from Christ embassy. And they might not give you many things, but they will ground you in the truth of your identity in Christ. I was grounded. My reverend taught us well. Are you with me now? As by the way. Now, my, the whole thing I want to say, I will say it in the next five minutes, I will close, is in verse 4. He said, but he answered and said, it is what? It is what? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That means that there are two ways a man can live. Hmm? Is it not true? How many ways? One is what? Another one is what? If it's true, that means man has, in quotes, two lives. Eh? Is it not true? There is a human life that you have. And there is the life of God that is in you. How does the life of God grow in a man? Eh? How? So, if there is any life you lived in God that is not as a result of the preceding one, will you call it that you lived? So, how long have you been alive? <laughs> that, that is a question you ask. There are many people, mommy, there are many people in church that stay for 10 years. They are not alive, they are dead. Because the Bible says that man, by pot, by the word that proceeds, so the measure of the life that is in a man is the measure of the proceeding word that is in his life. Eh? The business you started, did you start by the proceeding word? Because that business, for example, now my mother said that before she started that she had a vision, another person had a vision, another that is. An instruction that what proceeded. So the life that she is living in the context of her business is as a result of what the proceeding one. So any life that you live as a born again, that is not as a result of the proceeding one, is a life that heaven is not aware of. That is not living in the context of Jesus' judgment. If Jesus should judge you. <laughs> Deal. If Jesus should judge you, he is saying that you have only lived to the measure that you interacted with his proceeding world. So how important is the proceeding world? 
is as important as what, say, your life. Is as important as your life. You have lived as long as and as much as you have interacted with the proceeding word of God. If you like, stop eating. I know you like bread and granite. Stop eating bread and granite. <laughs> and then I used to see him down the road, that place. He buy fruit salad. Glory to God. <laughs> So, imagine you not interacting with that reality. The reality of fruit salad. Kayosh. It will affect your living. Is it not true? Even your, your physical frame, your golden frame, will be affected by an aperture. Who will know that you have not been visiting somewhere. How much do you visit? How much do you visit? Because that Jesus made the comparison here. Eh? That the way you minister to this physical life is the way you should also minister to it. So a man shall not live by bread alone. As interested as you are in maintaining this physical life and growing it, that's the way you should be interested in maintaining. And he said that that life is only possible by the proceeding word. I don't have time. We could have found out what it means to live by the word of God. The proceeding word. Because people think what it means is to read Bible in the morning. Eh? You read Bible in the morning, they say, read your Bible, pray every day. Anyway, it is a, before you get proceeding word, you should have read the Bible. So it is a duty to read the Bible. But when you read the Bible, what is God speaking to you from those pages? That is what you live by. Don't leave, don't leave the serving table. There is a serving table. There is a song I like a lot. I pass watching talk. For now we've come unto your world we have come. Now we've come, Lord, by your spirit you've drawn us to you. Lord, we've come with us open wide to you. Speak your word, let Jesus be glorified. A heavy song. If you don't have it, come. Let me give this song I use on retreat. If I, if I, God will speak, I put it. Listen to it for 24 hours, and then my soul will be reconfigured. If God does like this, I will pick it. You know, there are days that no matter how much God, if He does not, you will pick it because your soul has been well tuned and configured. But there are days God will be making noise. You won't pick it. We will delve more on the voice of God. Because that is how a man lives. Anything you are able to do in this life that is not as a result of the proceeding world is the one that is out of the context of your spiritual living. That one, God is not aware of it. And anything that God is not aware of is what Satan can bring down anytime. 
So you, you probably find a marriage partner without engaging the proceeding world. That is the one that God is not aware of. And Satan can fight it anytime. Engage business, engage school, engage anything without receiving the proceeding word. Even when you know that God wants you to move in this night, you have to find, wait till the word comes. It is on the basis of that word that you begin to prosecute what you already know that God intended for your life. Some people know that God called them. They didn't wait for them to receive the word that backs up that calling. They left like a tornado. They said, God called me. And then Satan brought them down. The sort of things they suffered, they began to wonder, is it true that God even called me? He didn't wait to receive the proceeding word. Because even before Jesus started ministry, a voice came from heaven. He said, well, this is my beloved son. After that day, Satan cannot contest. See here, he's still contesting it. Are you the son of God? Eh? But when the proceeding word came from heaven, eh? after that time, when he met a demoniac on, at that gathering, he said, what have we to do with you, Jesus? Who? After that day, it was never a contest. People never contended with his identity because the life that he's living is as a result of the proceeding word. The voice of God has spoken from the heaven. And it is what certain circumstances, life cannot contest. It has been brought to a dimension, a perimeter of incontestable authority. Something that can reach into eternity and brings its force of accomplishment. As long as we yield to it, it will accomplish its purpose. It is that word that the Bible says that it can never go back to God without bringing to pass the intent for which God has sent it. It is only the sent word that has the capacity to fulfill his purpose. Are you with me now? Pray to God. Send your word to me. 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 In the next one minute. Send your water me, O Jamento cambra da babante le deto redeto 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 cabrana bata badanta cabena redete de cabenetua abracapata barada badasca bata cabana de le de balata ramanante cambe de tentela repete de rapato cobosca pata cambra da bananta barada jabracapata cabenanta bradava one more minute cabenanta cabela rapata braca bata Scabata Cabena, Ambraca Patocobo, Solobodo, 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 Abreca Pananta Pamantele, Rabata Pabraca Pata Cabana, Ambraca Pata Cabrata Pata Patanta Lapatua, Rapatigata Pata Digata Pada, Ebreco Pata Cambe de Tua, 
Zamana Tahaila, Apretos Capalante Prene Palatia. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.